Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. He's making a name for himself within the film industry for his short films and was poised to release his first feature-length film, a drama called The Green Sea, prior to COVID-19. But for filmmaker and lord of Dunsany Castle, Randall Plunkett has gone back to basics now and is immersing himself in nature. Yes, he's concentrating on creating a wildlife nature reserve at his home near Dunshockland. Now, rewilding is not an easy task and he's faced with many challenges, but he's determined to protect the wildlife that Rome around his estate and judging from the imagery I'm seeing on social media there is a lot of beauty to be seen at Dunsany Castle. I'm delighted to be joined now by Randall Plunkett. How are you doing Randall? I'm fine thank you very much. Now firstly you know when we heard about your amazing mother's passing you know we we had to pay tribute to her on the show and I just wanted to pass on my deepest sympathies to you and uh, to your family. She was very very well known and well regarded in the area. How how are you guys keeping since, since her passing? Well, as you know, it's it's difficult to lose a family member, and it's difficult to lose a family member during COVID. Um, I think a lot of people in this country are probably going to have feel the same way as me. Um, obviously, it's uh, it's never happened before in, in the history of certainly our country something like this. So it, it took a lot to get my head around it, you know, especially ter- being at a funeral by myself. That wasn't so fun. Um, but at the same time, look. I'm also believing in positivity. So, you know, it's been a wonderful summer and nature has taken over, which is, and especially where I'm at, it uh, it has been very easy to, uh, should we say, get my mind off it. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I know that her passing means that the responsibility of Dunsany Castle, which has been in your family since the 1400s, that's down to you. That's a lot of responsibility now. How are you getting on with all of that as well? Well, I can tell you, I... I uh, I'm certainly going to have different colored socks at some point because my mom was very good at doing my laundry. And and as a, a man of my age, uh, having a mom to do things for you is a wonderful thing. And unfortunately, not having a mom anymore means I'm going to definitely have a few uh, odd-looking socks, I'm sure. <laughs> well, knowing your mother, she won't mind too much because she was quite a colourful character herself, so she won't mind. But, uh, you know, you've spoken to us many, many times on LMFM when it comes to filmmaking, and we had very much planned to chat it to you about The Green Sea, which is your feature-length directorial debut. Uh, I know you've done mostly short films prior to this, but um, that's on hold now at the minute. So what's yeah, going on well, there? Here's a, here's a problem that's never happened in the industry before so the film got finished now what most people probably don't understand about independent films is it has there's a way of going about it before films come to market you know so what happens typically for people like me is we we finish the film 
We send it to festivals to try and get a premiere because that's very important for independent films to get a name. It, it adds a value. So when you take it to market, you can actually sell the movie and make some money or, you know, not lose money. Yeah. Um, so it's critical for, for films like mine to have a festival run. And uh, so what typically happens is you go down, you start at the top with your Cannes and your Berlins and your Trebekas. And then as you go down the list, you go to the smaller festivals and then, you know, you ideally sell your film. So the problem was, as I finished the film, very excited, sent it out. And, you know, I was sitting there waiting by the phone, you know. But then COVID happened and suddenly, one by one, all the festivals started canceling. And the problem is, is that a lot of things, a lot of festivals have gone online. And this is very difficult for people like me because part of doing the festival thing is, you know, being with the people. is talking Getting to, people, to meet being, them, being, yes, yes. And also being able to, to promote it and, and being online. I mean, look, it's the summer holidays. Nobody's going to want to sit on their laptop and watch movies. Uh, independent movies when the sun is shining. So it just that by itself is going to make things very difficult. And also the exposure, you're not getting that cinematic experience, which is for independent films, often this will be the only kind of cinema kind of release that you ever get because most films of this tier end up sort of on some sort of streaming platform or on straight to DVD. Mm. So it's very important both for the for the filmmakers, but also for the audience, because this is the, that, that opportunity to try different films. You know, because we really, in, in nowadays, see a very small percentage of what, what's released, you know, because, because we're so reliant on streaming platforms to basically feed us what, we, what we're going to watch. You know, we yeah. can't all be the Tiger King, you know. Well, this... <laughs> This is the thing, uh, but you, uh, you know, far from Tiger King, that is, that's for sure for you, but uh, you're more of, let's say, not so much Lord of the Manor as much as Lord of Nature, uh, you know, more recent times, because... Well, people have called me that a few times. This is the thing. So, you know, filmmaking, as we know, that is your, your, your major passion, but also another passion of yours is the environment and particularly protecting the environment. And a lot has changed around Dunsany Castle, certainly since I was there back in, I think, what, 2013, I think we visited you there. Are we that old? Yeah, we are. We are. So tell me what's been going on. Well, um, you know that I've always been somewhat of a greenie anyway. When I inherited my estate, the idea was to try and perhaps monetize it by doing some sort of organic farm. You know, I liked organic. I liked the environment. It sort of felt sort of like that would be the right thing to do with so much farmland. And, um, you know, I tried I dipped my toe in it, and I've got to be honest with you, it didn't really take very well. Uh, not only did I make no money, um, it was a lot of work for, for very little benefit, and I didn't like the way the animals were treated. Um, now, bear in mind that back then I wasn't vegan. Uh, I, I, a couple of years ago, I decided to change my lifestyle completely and, and switch to a vegan diet. You know, mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that I decided to try something different. I, I've been looking around Ireland a lot in, in my industry because we've been traveling a lot, we've been shooting, and there was very little wild left in Ireland. You know, I've been to other countries and there's still pockets of it in places. Like, you know, there's a lot in Germany, there's a lot in, in other places, in Eastern Europe, but there's very little left in Ireland. And the wild that there is tends to be very park-like, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot of tourism and, then, you know, there's, there's big red signs everywhere and the, the grass is cut. And so it's not really the wild. It's, it's a park. So I realized that I wanted to try and do something that was going to favor the environment that I could do. 
what I had the opportunity is because I had such a large landmass and quite a lot of it is forestry, is to allow an area that's completely, completely allowed to stay wild. So the first thing I stopped doing was cutting my grass. The next thing is I, I didn't uh, cull any of the animals or do anything like that to try and create a situation just to see what would happen. And the first year it was, uh, should we say, very colorful. I became a thistle farmer. All the thistles and nettles and ragwort popped out of the ground, and I thought, <laughs> oh, my God, the council's going to have me for breakfast. And so, But I didn't like chemicals, so I would go walking every day with my rubber gloves on and yank those things out. And I did that for three years. Oh, my God. And I can tell you, just around my house is more than 300 acres. That is, a lot lot of, that is a lot of thistle pulling. And I tell you, I had great arms by the end of summer. I so. <laughs> but I did that for a year or two. But you know, the funny thing is, after about the third year, much less thistles, much less ragwort. And I thought, well, maybe just because it was a bit hot this year, not so much rainfall. The fourth year, even less. Fifth year, almost none. And now we're getting to year six. And there's very little sign of like a lot of in, uh, excessive invasive weeds, you know. And we've started to see a huge increase in wild animals and uh, insects and flies and stuff. So, you know, what was once a sort of lovely pasture has turned into this sort of, I would say, jungle, rainforest type thing. And just, just generally, I see animals every day now. Yeah, and I imagine that must be really, really nice because, you know, you're just taking a stroll around your grounds and, you know, I know you've got videos online as well of um, of uh, foxes that you've rewilded and different different other animals. But, like, yeah. it must be pretty amazing to just see these creatures coming back themselves as well. It is. So every year we started seeing new things. It started with plants. So I started seeing flowers that I'd never seen before or weird saplings that had, you know, had no reason to be there, just appearing. And then... Um, what I started seeing was tracks and, and feces of different animals, and then I started seeing things. I mean, we've seen pine martens in the area have returned, otters have returned. Um, in terms of the snipe has returned after, from what I'm told, has been 60 or 70 years since wow. the snipe has been at Dunsany. And I, I, I was with the national parks, and we were walking through the place because they're, they're very interested in what we're doing here. And the National Parks uh, representative was with me, and then I was talking about snipe literally five minutes before, and then, boom, a snipe comes right out of the, uh, the, the floodplain, right across us. And he said, well, there's your snipe right there. And that's it. What we've done now is I'm opening it up for um, scientific study. So I've opened the doors to Trinity College, who hopefully will be start compiling data, because there isn't too many, certainly there isn't any in Ireland that have this sort of large-scale um, and with true rewilding, because many of the places that have done things similar have uh, allowed picnics or, or have done, like, tourism stuff, and, and it creates or are doing farming on top. And that doesn't allow true rewilding to occur. Talking about... Um I suppose you giving back and this is something that each generation of your family that the Plunkets that have lived at Dunsany you know this is something that has been very very important for, for so long you know is this you continuing that legacy? Well my father used to say to me he said Randall you were born privileged now being born privileged is a wonderful thing but it's not a free thing you have to give something back because there's no such thing as free privilege and so the thing is, is that it would be very easy for me to just be a big fat cat, sit on my, in my ivory tower and just, um, you know, monetize everything and live a comfortable life. But that's not fair. You know, I, my, having something means that you also have to give something back to, 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 the, to the place that you live. 
Now, you know, in, in past generations, my relatives have, you know, done things like formed co-ops and, and then helped with the agriculture, built schools, all these kinds of things. Now, well, I think some people may disagree with me, but probably schools are not really the biggest problem in Ireland today in terms of, you know, the government's got that handled. Yeah. Um, no need to be building loads and loads of new schools. Certainly, that's something that I can't really contribute anything to. Um, but nature is something I can and something that's really of the moment. With climate change is happening. Whether you believe it's man-made or not, it's happening. And we definitely are losing all our natural heritage. And it's, uh, I drew a line in the sand a couple of years ago and said, well, not here. We're going we're gonna to keep our natural heritage. And it's very important for me to be able to leave Ireland in a better place, place than it was when I, got, when I came. Absolutely. And you are absolutely doing that at Dunsany Castle. Listen, I wish you all the very, very best with this. It's a fantastic project. I hope that you reap the benefits for for years to come and generations to come at Dunsany. And listen, for now, thank you so, so much for joining me on the show. Thank you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.